0: Welcome, I'm Rusty Rushfeld and I'll be hosting Questions and Curiosities, where we explore and grow knowledge and understanding. So sit back, get comfortable, and open your mind. Enjoy. Greetings, my name is Rusty, and uh, I'll be hosting uh, uh, Questions and uh, Curiosities today. And I just uh, thought uh, uh, I'd, li- I'd like to talk about this um Uh, And I'm going to apologize up front here for any pronunciation errors that I have, um, because some of these words are kind of awkward. Uh, The whole issue in the first couple of weeks of February here in 2020 uh, with the Wet'suwet'en Nation out of BC, First Nations out of BC, and the uh, coastal gas link issues that were going on and all the protests across Canada. And... uh, you know, I know there's always more than one backstory to some of this stuff, and uh, I've been doing some reading and some exploring and listening to some interviews, and it's really confusing what's all out there and uh, where the facts are and uh, uh, the hidden truths, uh, so to speak. Uh, I'm just going to highlight on a few that I've come across, and I'm not going to you know, get into the depth of it because you can do your own research and whatever. Um, and, you know, we all, we all, prejudge sometimes and come to these um, I'm going to say unfair evaluations of what has been done who's who's wrong who's right and, and there's there's a couple of main issues here you know the the Canadian government uh, federal rule of law and uh, the hereditary chiefs rule of law that's that's definitely an issue and that that's going back a long time to Things that never got properly established with uh, the nations of Canada and uh, the federal government, and, and there still needs to be a lot of work done on that as well. Um, but in regards to the coastal gas link thing, I know all we hear it's gone through a lot of approvals and you know everything's all good to go and all that, but the reality is, no, it's, it's not all good to go. Um, the hereditary chiefs have. Um, kind of uh, dug their heels in the sand and said, no, uh, we didn't give you permission to do this route. And, uh, you know, there was some conversations that I heard and some articles that I read that uh, the hereditary chiefs of the Witsu Nation uh, rejected and uh, just did not want to communicate with gas, uh, Coastal GasLink and even some of their own uh, band people. Uh, and that wasn't true as well. Um, it was true to a point after the fact, but uh, I understand after reading some more today that there was alternate routes um, given to Coastal Gas Link and due to many reasons, environmental costs, and then going through other uh, nations to get approvals, um, they didn't do it or it wasn't a feasible project for them and the route that they selected, which currently is in dispute now, is the best overall. And, you know, it's been approved by all levels of environmental and all this, but it was never totally approved uh, with all the peoples of the Witsuin Nation. Um, so so that's an interesting one as well. I You know, I think the Witsuan Nation should have got their act together and they should have resolved these issues a long time ago, uh, got a consensus on that. Uh, but there there definitely seems to be some right of, rule or uh, whatever that's called, um, rule of law within their own First Nations community of the Witsuan people, and, and that should have been clarified and brought, brought to clarity a long time ago. Um, so that, that's just one side of the beef, and I think there's a lot to be discussed there yet, how this is going to move forward, uh, because hereditary chiefs did get some approval for them to go in and do certain things, but um, apparently Coastal GasLink took it a little differently and went deeper and deeper in moving forward with the project, and that's what kind of sparked all this nonsense here. The second side of this conversation is about the the Canada-wide protests. And, you know, we all have rights to protest. I'm not certain if we have rights to disrupt Canadian economy like it has been with the rail yards and the shipyards and things of that nature. Um, but I do think that um, the hereditary chiefs, I think, have a right to do some protesting. I think the line should be drawn on the ones that are not within their uh, First Nations uh, people, the Witsuin people, uh, outsiders, so to speak. So. When injunctions were created to to break down these barricades and go in and, and ask the RCMP to do stuff, I think there there could have been a little leniency, and there should be, probably towards the Witsuan Nation, just because of this whole razzle-dazzle about um, the rule of law that Canada has and the rule of law that their own nation has, the Nation. But there definitely should be forceful uh, enforcement on the ones that are not of that nation, uh, not of Canada, uh, not of any heritage of that nation, they should be dealt swiftly according to our Canadian rule of law. And if they're from the United States, they should be fired and uh, charged, fined and deported, never allowed back in Canada. Um, some of the other natives' bands, I'm not certain where I feel on that. They are solidarity trying to support it, but... They are not of that nation. It is not their, their fight, so to speak. So there's a lot going on here, and, and I, f- I feel sorry for any politician, regardless who they are and what political stripe they are, to try to resolve this um, where, where some of this hereditary stuff has never been resolved uh, for a long time. But I do feel that the push should be back to the Whitsuan nation. To correct their own stuff first, if it was the majority of the um, elected chiefs and their band members that wanted to go forward with this, that's great. But not getting the, all the hereditary chiefs on board or a majority of the hereditary chiefs, that is a problem that needs to be fixed by them first. But you, you know, in today's world, we're going to have these challenges. But we can't, we can't be. Um, uh, what can I say, um, there has to be a resolve to some of this because the economy has to move forward. Uh, the well-being and uh, the success financially, um, uh, mentally, physically, environmentally for the, for the First Nations as well need to be addressed, but they also need to move forward. So they want to move forward, a lot of them, and they have their own restrictions within other laws Either Canadian laws or their own laws. So, I just thought I'd throw that out there. And uh, it's, it's you know I had my opinions on this that were probably one-sided and jaded. And um, I, I do believe there's multiple stories to every story, and there's multiple backstories to every story. And and we're not we're not shown the truth enough. In fact, some of this Coastal gas link stories that I read today only came out recently about these alternate routes that were given to them by the hereditary chiefs that were not acceptable. And I can understand why they're not acceptable, you know, it's, it's, it's business. And, uh, but to postpone it again for multiple years to go through some more environmental studies and more approvals, you know, that just hampers the whole Canadian economy again. So I know I'm probably going to get some comments on this, but anyway, uh, you're welcome to check out this video at uh, rustyrushfelt.com and um, yeah welcome to hear some of your comments if anybody wants to discuss projects with me i'd be glad to talk to them because um, some of this stuff has bothered me for years but i thought i'm going to just start talking about it and and try to understand it through other people's eyes i think is what what's important so anyway thanks for your time signing off bye Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode and got some value from it. Feel free to share this episode and podcast with your family and friends. If you have any comments or suggestions, or maybe you want to recommend a topic, then please connect with me at RustyRushfeld.com. That's R-U-S-T-Y-R-U-S-H-F-E-L-D-T dot com. All the best. Rusty signing off.